1: it's music to your ears. Shake up the way you wake up at kingscoastcoffee.com.
0: Welcome to episode 138 of Star Wars and Scotch. <laughs> I'm Kevin. That's Tim. Hey. Uh, <laughs> Jesus. And we're back what to w- open another week of uh, barely any Star Wars. That's actually not true. There's, there's, no, there's little, actually a decent meat on the amount today.
1: Like, there's a decent amount of around the galaxy. You know, there's no, a yeah, little there's bit of no, news here, a little bit of news there. Nothing poignant. It's all, there's side quests. There you go. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's like a, it's like a filler episode of the Mandalorian. Oh God. Tim loves filler episodes. I love filler episodes because it pisses everybody off when I call them a filler episode. Filler, Tim. They're not a Tim. filler episode. They're really important. Sure. So happy we spent an entire. do you work? What are you doing? No, that's terrible. No, Kevin, you need to work on those. I haven't played with those at all. I just have. To yeah, I can follow. tell. So, like, this is Fortnite kid now. I can't really do much about it. That's close. I mean, it gets the job done. We can have a really annoying conversation like this, and we've lost half of our listeners. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, speaking of not Fortnite Kid, uh we hope you're waking up with some delicious weird, King's exactly. Coast coffee this morning
1: <laughs> i was I was waking up with King's Coast until I found out that uh the people who come and help us clean our house once a week they left soap in the coffee craft and then.
0: So Tim has taken the test for you, Chad. Do not put soap in your King's Coast coffee. Please, it doesn't
1: work. Please, yeah, please don't. Like, there's a... And please don't come to me and like, Why did you do that? I didn't. I didn't know. You know, it's just like, I thought it was clean. And I put water in it. And then I put it in the coffee machine. And then I ended up making warm, soapy coffee water. And so, yeah. Gross. <laughs> and knowing Tim's chat, they'll take this a step
0: further and be like, Tim, I put Tide Pods in my coffee like you told me to. <laughs> Please don't do that. I please. hate how accurate that is. Please, please don't do that.
1: Uh, but it, it, uh, YouTube fits so well in with all of the uh, rejects from Facebook. Tell you yeah, what. it seems like
0: you just gained more crazy I just gained people. gained up more weirdos. <laughs> Yeah, well it wasn't it, I was expecting like a new flood of no. different type of person but <laughs> no <laughs> there's actually more people out there that want to see you nude and all sorts I don't of get things it. So I, just... I
1: run a very family friendly show I don't
0: talking yeah, about. yeah you did uh-huh. <laughs> keep telling yourself that Mr Rogers would be appalled
1: yeah we were talking about blue
0: cockies yesterday hey there you go uh but kingscoastcoffee.com there's some cool stuff in the works. Um, we have our anniversary coming up. Summer Swells is still out. Um Wayne and 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 uh Ben have just been playing with AI and making ridiculous AI videos. I really want Tim them to make the AI commercials, the crazy ones where the eyes don't look right in any of yeah, them. The faces kind of just like melt and contort. Yeah. I want all of the King's Coast marketing to just be that. So uh I think they're getting they're, there building up to it yeah they started using ai voice
1: guy and wayne sends his clips of him saying i love ai voice guy because that's the guy who that's the same voice they use for the um, the missile memes Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so that's all i think about is whenever i hear the king's coast i think of the missile guy the whole time missile guy is great the coffee knows what it is because it knows where it's not (laughs) (laughs) you know like i love that stuff well, look out for anniversary stuff. Kings coast will be at GCX if you're going
0: to be there as well. Yes. So when you're walking into the room, you can stop by, grab your coffee and continue on your merry way with some Kings coast coffee. Also, if you're from out of the country and coming to GCX, it is a great chance for you to smuggle the goods back home. Mm-hmm. So kingscoastcoffee.com or only bringing a limited amount of bags too. So once we run out, I believe don't quote me on this because I'll get in trouble if this is the wrong information, but I believe. There's some sort of shipping deal if we run out, and you order it from the floor. Um, but if you're not coming to GCX, there's KingscoastCoffee.com Anniversary roast coming up. Um, I know Wayne got a hold of two barrels. I don't know what the release date is going to be on those, but he did get a hold of two barrels, so we're barrel aging um, some coffee now. And is
1: there anything else
0: coming on? So. I think that's it right now. So anniversary. Because yeah, after, after after GCX, we're going to go right into holiday planning. So. Yeah, we have the, the the Dia de los Muertos for us, uh for October, and then it's all systems go for um, happy jolly Christmas Hanukkah. It's the
1: most wonderful time of
0: the year. I kind of want to leave Florida and go somewhere where there's snow this year, but I know that's not on the card.
1: Yeah, I mean, like Amy and I did that for after Christmas. We went to Colorado, and that was great. I think, I think awesome. I'm going to go to Switzerland in the next two years for Christmas
0: and have no oh. one find me.
1: Hmm. All right.
0: Why? What's wrong with Switzerland?
1: Nothing. Nothing they're wrong with Swiss.
0: I think Yeah, they're very
1: neutral. Chocolate. Yeah. Same. I don't know what a Swiss Christmas would be like. It's beautiful. I looked it up on YouTube.
0: Christmas villages, sleigh rides, like oh. your typical European style Christmas. So, okay. we'll see.
1: Cool. Well, while you're thinking about the, uh, the 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 frozen tundra of Switzerland, you can head on over to g6vent.com. You still have time to pick up your tickets. Also, a weird segue. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's just the going <laughs> be the theme for today is just weird segues <laughs> into the next topic. Uh, Rosen Single Creek Resort in Orlando, Florida, August fourth through the fifth. We'll be there. Star Wars and Scotch panel will be live on Sunday at. No, Saturday. Saturday. Saturday, sorry, Saturday, it's Friday and Saturday. It's the fourth and no the 5th. one will be there on Sunday. Yeah, no, I'll be, I'll be either home or somewhere in a hotel room. Um, But yeah, so August 4th through the 5th, Saturday at what time, Kevin, are we doing the panel at three, I believe it's two 30, two somewhere around there. I have three in my head, so I'm going to go with three, Uh, but we'll have a full schedule for the event. Uh, Panels will also be live streamed
0: yes everything perfect. except the bungee panel and the after dark comedy show will be live cool
1: today. so there you go so if you're unable to actually make it you can watch us and molly and alex and alex and chase and who else chase, is chase. yeah that's it. Good. just the five of that's us it. perfect okay so it's going to be uh star Wars Explained. it's going to be that gay jedi it's going to be star uh, star wars and scotch all coming together for a star wars panel august 4th three o'clock come join us also, we have Universal Studios after party. Uh, yep. Their tickets are still available for that. $85 gets you in the door, gets you in Universal Studios starting at 5 o'clock all the way till midnight until they kick us out. All right. So head on over to uh, gcxevent.com, check it out. Merch is available as well, lab77.co, or you can just order merch right through the website. Uh, Amy has been kicking some major butt and she's been pr- uh, printing shirts and embroidering hats. And those are just going. And she's going. She's like oh, just a well-oiled machine, man. She's like, bop, bop, is bop, it? Bop, 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 bop. How is it that that your merch company
0: has been more around for more than a year now, or not even? A uh, year? We
1: are we are a little over a year.
0: Yeah, we, one yeah. year mm-hmm. is the best merch partner I've ever had in eight years.
1: That's well, first insane. off. First off, I have to say, my wife is, is she is uh, trained in logistics. Uh, she has a mechanical engineering degree, so she's a great problem solver. She's very smart. She's uh, just uh, she's just a professional. Uh, you know, just at the end of the day, she's just professionally trained. And Kevin, that's what happens when you just work with professionals. Minnie walked out of her office yesterday after talking to Amy, and she's like, "I would hide a body for that woman." <laughs> <laughs> uh, dude, she's kicking out. She's not only doing GCX right now; she's also working with our uh, ice cream partner. Uh, that we're working with for Kings bright Coast. ice. We got bright ice who uses our coffee in their products and also <laughs> yeah, the if cafe. You're,
0: if you're in central Florida and you're in, let's see, there's one in downtown Tampa. There's two in, in St. Pete Clearwater. And then there's
1: one in Venice. That's no longer central Florida. Kevin,
0: is that not central Florida?
1: No central Florida would be the smack dab middle of the state. That's where I, I don't
0: understand in. this state because what you do say, you mean,
1: you're yeah. central Florida. There's West. But the University
0: eat. of South Florida is in Central Florida. It just okay, doesn't even right. makes any sense.
1: I don't know, but I'm just gonna tell you, like, like you could say, like, you're like Central West, but like saying Central is the smack dab middle of the state. But if you find yourself on the West Coast of Florida, if you find yourself in the Greater Tampa Bay area, down in the Fort Myers, Venice area, or even in Clearwater, head on over to Bright Ice, awesome ice cream partner. We're just gonna pitch. I think this is the entire episode. Is just but ads. I want, but I want to level with you for
0: a second. As a yeah, person yeah, yeah. that Tim knows is heavily heavily addicted to ice cream like yes. i have a problem yeah like some people have an alcohol problem some people have drug has i have an ice cream problem if there's it, ice cream in this house it doesn't last more than a few days
1: yeah and then if you you ever seen you ever seen someone just okay you ever seen like a crack addict She'd be like where's the crack kevin's yeah. like that with carvel yep, all right kevin bad. can smell carvel a, a mile crunchies. out He knows exactly where to find any Carvel store in any state that they were in. I I guarantee you, if we went to Boston right now, he he would tell you where the Carvel stores were at because he knew stores. He knew we were walking around Pax East. He knew there was Carvel. He knows where they are in Publix. He knows where they are on Long Island. He could point them out. You guys want some ice cream? (laughs) That's Kevin.
0: Anyway, (laughs) the point was that Bright Ice's ice cream is exceptionally delicious. Um, I've I've I they gave me a gift card when we first signed on with them and I brought home a pint, I forget of which ice cream, but the pint lasted two days. So um yeah. Check out Bright Eyes. And if you want a cup of coffee, you get King's Coast. So win-win. Yeah. And people have been just raving about it. Yep. So yeah, uh, we love the Bright Eyes folks. All right, let's dive into it, Tim. So they mentioned oh, this week that Star Wars Outlaws. This is heavy. You ready for what I'm about to say? Yeah, because I don't think I read this one. The pl- Each planet is the size of an Assassin's Creed map. Holy
1: balls. Well, now, okay, well, Are we talking like Odyssey Assassin's ah, Creed? Ah, that's the are kicker. Are we talking about like Brotherhood Assassin's Creed? Even then? Even if it's Brotherhood? Each but, planet? That's huge! So, I mean, okay, so Assassin's Creed brotherhood it's the was, city of it was rome it, it was rome, rome. Okay. yeah you could go you could go to the to the uh where, where could you go you could go to the coliseum uh, you could go to a couple other like like well-known pois and even go to the vatican um but yeah it was As a you decent could. size even if it was condensed
0: one. that's the fu- the uh i got in a fight with one of my mods
1: and you could scale you could actually scale the the uh scale everything in there
0: yes i got a fight with one of my mods because i was like you know the vatican is in rome and they were like no the vatican's not part of rome i said no the vatican is located in rome yeah well it's its own country i know but it is literally surrounded on all sides by rome that's why you don't say
1: you're in long island you're on long island because you're not inside the island you're on top of it exactly so yes um but yeah the the the
0: in the video with that they posted, they posted mm-hmm. a video of AC3, AC4, and Odyssey. So that's um, Revolutionary America yep. Pirate, which rumor is rumored to be being Black remastered, flag. by um or updated for current gen. Yep. Um, and AC Odyssey. Odyssey is a, is a huge jump between the other two, though. That's that's the kicker there.
1: So Odyssey is
0: huge. Odyssey was the perfect size. Valhalla was too big. I never thought I'd say that about a
1: game, but I here I am. I still thought um, Odyssey was massive. It felt very intimidating to me.
0: I mean, I, I mean, I map cleared it and did all the activities. Of course you did,
1: yeah. But how long did it take you? It took you like six months to get through it, didn't
0: it? One hundred and sixty something hours I spent in that game. There we go. And loved every second. I think Odyssey was my
1: favorite of the RPG era. My favorite part was climbing the statue of Zeus. That was fun. Um, like, and oh, then this, the, awesome. yeah. Oh, well, it was a big was just <laughs> hanging brain
0: out there. It's pretty awesome. <laughs> But if each planet is even the size of AC because AC three was big, too, because you had the settlements, you had the wilderness, um, and it was a big chunk of New England. Mm -hmm. Uh, It was Massachusetts, but it wasn't all Massachusetts, if I remember correctly. There were other states in there. Um, But uh, if each planet is the size of, let's say, AC three, that's very big, Tim. Mm -hmm. And I think we got a taste of that in the preview because we were saying. When we were watching the preview and she was on the speeder, oh, well, there's a path that divides and goes the other way. And th- mm-hmm. then we went from the installation to the major city. So my guess is this, is there's probably a few cities on each planet. One major hub that you go to, that's probably where your ship is docked. But then there's probably settlements and outposts and things like that. Mm-hmm. My question will be, and I know someone will run this test because whenever I play a game, I always um, look for this kind of thing. To get from point A to point B on a planet, what's it gonna, how long is it going to take? That'll be the true determination of how big a map actually is. Like, what's the walking distance? What's the speeder distance? Because um, also you have to keep in mind scale. Because even though some of the Assassin's Creed maps were considered huge, they shrunk the scale so you weren't like actively riding for uh, x amount of time. I remember there was this old MMO. I can't remember the name of it, but it, everything was a one-to-one scale in the MMO Tim. So yeah. when you would sail to an island, it would take you an hour. Which obviously, like, star,
1: be- like that's Star Citizen. Yeah, but you have a hyperdrive in Star Citizen. Yeah, but if you but if you don't have a jump, if you don't have a quantum drive, you just go at the actual speed. you could, in theory, just go, and it would take you however long uh, without quantum to go from one point to the next. Can you cruise control too? Like just go yeah. to bed and oh yeah, you hit C. And chat will laugh at me because they always tell me to turn my cruise control off. <laughs> you ever come out of quantum at full thrust towards a, a space station in zero gravity?
0: When I was doing flight sim streams, which again were the best streams I ever did in my entire career. Um I really wanted to do a one to one flight across the Atlantic in a stream. I think we made it five hours though when I crashed the plane. Oh, so. that was so
1: close. You almost made it.
0: Yeah, it was like seven hour flight. It's about
1: I, yeah, it's like six and a half hours if you have a good tailwind to go from it, Newark to London. Yeah, we you know, made it look, for less four than or five that. Hours. I think it's five and a half hours from Newark to London. It's six and a half from from Newark to Germany. You could have made
0: a- it. There was a group of three guys that did real time from, I think it was Abu Dhabi to JFK or the other way around. That's a 27 hour flight. It was 17. They did 17 straight hours of flying. How do they do that? Oh, cause they didn't have any stops.
1: Yes. Cause you can just refuel in the air. Oh, I think that was the only cheat. So some, that they of, did. some of my friends that, that, that do that flight that are based out of like Australia or like New Zealand, they go from, they go from New Zealand to Dubai. And then from Dubai, they then fly out to like California right. and then from California, then they come to the East Coast. So
0: all of this to come back and say, does it raises a question when you're on a planet? Yeah. What is the actual scale and how big is it and how much is there? Also, to do? what's
1: going to stop you from leaving the the confines of the actual map? Like, how do they make it feel like an actual planet <laughs> versus just a map that exists to and look is there- like you're on a planet? Is there activities, or is it like you know? Are you hunting
0: for pelts and th- Like, what what is the reason to go right. out there? That would be my next question. And then when you're in space, like Tim said, is it a Star Citizen situation where if I don't have a hyperdrive, can I? Well, I think reveal? you're always
1: gonna. Have, I think you're always gonna have a hyperdrive. Yeah, that's fair. It's Star Wars. Every ship has a hyperdrive for the and well, no, and and probably the way that it works is like the space around the the planet. Is probably explorable and you'll probably like reach a wall or they'll make it look like you're constantly going forward when in fact you're actually not. and You just have to like turn around. Yeah, that that would be
0: my guess is that there's only a playable amount but between planet to planet. They did say that you
1: could go anywhere like if you could follow a ship and see where that ship goes while you're in atmosphere. So but, I, I wonder if it's going to feel like no man's sky where it's like the planet, the planet in of itself, like it looks big, but really. The amount of time it takes you to go around it is is really not that long.
0: Yeah, I think No Man's Sky would probably be the best comparison. Because like unless
1: you said, they, unless do you warp around? Oh, crap. I'm getting Star Citizen and No, no Man's no, Sky
0: mixed up. N- no Man's Sky, you can jump around. The, now, when you get into the lower atmosphere on No Man's Sky, it does take a while to fly upon, around the planet. But if you're in the upper atmosphere.
1: No, but that's what, it, I'm, that's what I'm talking about. Is when you're in lower atmosphere, it does take a while to go yeah, it all does. the way around, right? Because yep. the planet's full scale, right? Yep. Once you're see, once that, you're in see, the low atmosphere, I think I think there's if if they're talking about map size being like if you take an if you take an Odyssey map and you turn it into a sphere, yeah, how big is that? Like how long? Like in 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 real time, how long would it take you to go around a map? Like if you started from one end of the map to the next and you walk and you ran across it in Odyssey, how long would it take you? because then because then if we just start to extrapolate numbers from that that would give you a good idea as to how long it would take you to get around if you can find this like one chunk of landmass that is the width of the map and you take your character and you go across in theory that should be it because if they're if they're saying that the planet is the size of odyssey then just take the map and turn it into a sphere there's your planet (laughs) Crude analogy, but the, and this is a quote from the article
0: on Kotaku, but the size of one planet might be equivalent to two of the zones in Assassin's Creed Odyssey. So, two Whoa, of the zones. Oh, wait. The, zones? The zones within the map, which are so still small, very big. So,
1: it's smaller than Odyssey.
0: The whole universe might be the side. I'm reading it up. It's, it's comparing it relatively to different things. So, but the zones in Odyssey are huge. Yeah. I would,
1: I would just, I would love to see them like, Side by side or, or, or lay it over. I'm very curious. I'm very curious and because to your point, what are you going to do? Like what, what is what outside of like side quests and stuff? Like what is your end game loop? Like what's your end game loop going to look like? And leading to that, it's uh, Garrity also told Edge magazine that
0: all the planets and outlaws are handcrafted and not built using procedural generation, which is the wow. opposite of how Bethesda is tackling hundreds of worlds in
1: Starfield. Well, yeah, because all of the curated worlds that were made by hand, you have you have X number of curated worlds, and then you'll have the rest will be procedurally generated. But like that works, that works for a game like Starfield, it wouldn't work for a game like Star Wars, because all of those planets are cataloged, yes. you can you can go to all, all the planets unless we end up getting one that's introduced in in Mando or in a comic or in literature. But all the ones that are out that that we know that were available to us in episode five, um, they should be there. They should they should all be there. And so, like, that's the other thing, too, is like, what is our limitation as far as going to the planets that we know of? You know, right. like how many of them are going to be explorable? Like, can I can I go to Chandrila? Can I can I go to uh, Bespin? You know, can can I go to the forest moon of Endor? You know, like these are all these questions that I have. Like, I would because I because that's something that I would love to do. I would love to go and visit all these planets that either you know you've always wanted to go to, or maybe only saw like for a couple frames. Uh like I would love to go to Mustafar just for shits and giggles. You know, even if like you know, you show up there, there's like there's an imperial blockade. Like, that would still be really sick to me. So that's that's my biggest question is what is our limitation? I would say. That it'll start with four or five planets. That's my you guess. You think it's going to be a live service update? You think they're going to try to keep Outlaws alive for a while? Like I don't they're think gonna, be they're going to division this thing. I think, like a DLC, because they said
0: they have DLC already planned. So I think a DLC will introduce a new planet and new activities.
1: Massive is really <laughs> good at, at longevity. Like, look how long Division's been out. Division two has been out and has been consistently updated with new, with new stuff to do. Yeah. I was playing so it last week, you know, you know, like they're really, they're really good at, at the live service game. So I, I wonder how they're going to handle that. You know, are they going to charge us for all of these new, is that going to be just a part of the update? Like I'm, I'm very curious to see like what their, their live service model looks like. Given the game, the only way
0: it completely works as a live service. And again, live service is a relative term here. It's, it's one thing to, be a live service game versus, you know, a game that is always online or just has updates this two, this very different things.
1: It it is. I don't know what to call that though, but I mean, it's still a live and they're servicing that live game. But I will say that the only way this works in this scenario, in my opinion
0: is a red dead style. Yeah. Live service GTA Mm -hmm. online, like that sort of thing. Um, that sandboxy playground of I can explore and do whatever I want, but there's activities scattered all around, you know. And and the best part about Red Dead is all the activities that you do tied back to your the story you played for 80 hours as Arthur Morgan yeah. too, and, and which
1: was fun. Multiplayer didn't roll out right away; it rolled out like no. a month or two later. And so, like I honestly like that would be pretty sick for them to be like, "All right, game's out, cool," and like their first like dev livestream are like and multiplayer, you know? Because yeah. like it makes sense though, because like they. The, the foundation it feels like it's there already yeah i just i i don't i don't know if, if that was ever a part of the plan i just yeah, i feel it's... like i feel like they're leaving a lot on the table if they don't make it a co-op or an online game of some sort it's a big open world and it's just you <laughs> and your little furball oh and your no. psycho handsome robot
0: I think there's some element there. I just don't know what it looks like. And yeah. again, my guess would be a red dead style experience being the way to go.
1: In- I, I want to get lost in this game. Yeah, I think, but I, I also want, I also want reasons to come back after I finish the campaign that I can't guarantee for you. That's, that's the thing is like, what is going to drive me to come back? A mm-hmm. question there it's a very very
0: very big question well we'll see as they announce more game comes out sometime next year my guess is holiday 24 but
1: yeah my guess. or like uh, we looked at it last the may the f- it, it wouldn't be may the 4th <laughs> may the 4th is actually on a saturday i think it would end up being may the 2nd uh if they were going to do it around then yeah may the 2nd is a thursday this is an october november release you think, gonna, you think they're really yeah. going to hold on till september yeah do like do like the spider-man window yeah, the end of September going into holidays. Yeah, I mean it could be. Yeah, yeah, that's my guess. guess. What would that coincide with? What sh- what what would be coming out? How could you? How could you get people excited about Star? Like, what would Lucas do? Well, that's the problem. This?
0: Is we don't with the strike now. We do not know what will be coming out because the great segue. The well, now you said it. It was perfect until you said it. Ah, uh, the strike could affect. You know the strike is already going to affect Ahsoka's marketing. Like yeah. the actors and actresses can't be a part of marketing. The strike could affect Mandalorian season four. The yes. other thing that it can, Andor,
1: I, Andor was already filmed. Oh, but what so, does that what does that mean? Well, what if I they mean, have they to can, do reshots? If they have to do
0: reshoots or they need them to do voiceover dubs or anything like that, they can't right um you know and then some shows are getting special exceptions like house of the dragon still filming cuz it's in the uk um what oh, other that's show gotta it be interesting some christian show on prime is still filming they got special exceptions so i don't i don't know what the rules are here, but for the most part, it seems like we, we had a discussion. Cause I don't know if you all remember if you were at GCX last year, we had a couple of, of voice actors at GCX yeah. last year, mm-hmm. um, including Mark Thompson, who reads yeah. all the books for star Wars and scotch. Now we couldn't get, we couldn't get a sponsor this year to cover their travel and everything. Um, so we held off on it until, you know, future time, but it worked out very well for us. Cause God only knows if they would have been able to come at this point. Because San Diego Comic Con is scrambling right now to get like they have Star Wars posters for for uh, like I don't want to say who because I don't know specifically who, but I saw them yesterday and they say like your favorite actress from your favorite show. That's what it says. <laughs> like they can't say anything, so the poor people at Star Wars or at um, San Diego Comic Con are scrambling to to change the messaging last minute and remove any iconography that could get them in trouble. So it is a mess. Wow. But, you know, I mean um <clears throat> for Star Wars specifically, we also have Bob Iger out there saying like we've made too much Marvel cuz Marvel's in a bad place right now. Marvel went from being their cash cow to it's just not a good place. I think Kevin Feige went to the well too many times on a few things. Um and also, I think trying to keep the continuity of a universe where Endgame was kind of the dot on the exclamation point, and then keep yeah. things rolling, while noble and uh, I have an interest in it, I is hard to not just be like Endgame was the pinnacle of this, and we're on the downslide now. Yeah. Um, so it seems I found it interesting that he included Star Wars in this statement because I feel like they already pulled back on the Star Wars reigns. They have. So how much more are we going to pull back on the Star Wars reigns when the last few Star Wars shows you put out have been critically acclaimed?
1: Mandalorian Season uh, 3
0: did very well. And
1: Obi-Wan has like almost 20 awards, I think, they're nominated for. Something ridiculous. Andor got a bunch of awards. I mean, like these guys, are; these have been crushing it.
0: You know, and animated, it's animated. It just exists there for fans like us so i'm really curious as to what exactly you're not making movies so what are you pulling back on so i really want to learn more about that and then yesterday news hit that disney could potentially be selling off for parts at this point yeah they're gonna pull a marvel i mean that would be bad for star wars and for
1: marvel It'd be bad very for, bad it'd be bad for all the IPs. i mean like really i mean like i i don't like what is what does pixar go back to apple you know i mean like because that's originally where it started um pixar's or, hurting yeah they haven't put yeah. out a good they haven't put out a decent movie since elemental
0: in- was very good i went and saw it with the kids it was very good i think people just aren't seeing movies in the theater i think that's the oh problem. definitely
1: not not at all i don't I, not anymore amy and i used to be avid moviegoers and now we just either if it comes to streaming service awesome and if it doesn't then we just don't see it because it's just like we don't have the convenient we don't have the ability to go out and do movie nights soul was very good
0: soul was um, fantastic i cried but, on it that was, one. but it was straight to disney plus it wasn't in uh-huh. the theaters because it was during covid Lightyear was an absolute disaster i didn't see it it was terrible i, I only no made want. it it just, it was an unnecessary story in my opinion, and it wasn't well told. I loved Luca. Luca was awesome. But again, I that, seen was, that, one. that was COVID. You would like that one. It's it's uh, all about the uh, Amalfi Coast. Um, Onward was awesome, but I don't think Onward landed with the general audience.
1: I didn't see that one. Oh, that one's great. That's
0: the D&D one.
1: Oh, oh, I know why I didn't see this one. This one's about their dad who's who died. Yes. This, this one hit a little too close to home. Yes. And I yes. was just like, and I saw, I saw a clip of it and it was like, I think they're two brothers, like an older and younger brother. Yes. And it's just yeah. their dead dad. And I'm like, no, nah, I'm okay. <laughs> I'm like, I'll skip this one. Cause Encanto was, was like, that was too close to home. That was like, Oh, I feel this in my soul. Yeah. So I can see. Yeah. I can see that. I think
0: turning red also turning red was cute. I didn't associate with it at all. And again, I'm not, yeah, but I'm not, not every movie has to be made for me and I'm a, right. completely okay with that. I, I, yeah. I'm not saying it needs to, but I think that's part of the reason it wasn't received. Well, is a lot of people just couldn't relate to it. Um, and I believe that was the one I, I, I could be completely wrong here, but one of, I think that one was like banned in China or something, which sucks. There was, because- there was one that was banned in China yeah cuz it's she's it's about a chinese uh, canadian immigrant um uh so i could see why that not landing in china would be i could be completely off on this but that you know so essentially um pixar is in a, in a in a very interesting place and i don't think it's completely their fault i think it's just the way entertainment has shifted um due to covid so it's a tricky place but if Disney's going to sell off for parts, what happens to star Wars? What happens to Marvel? What happens to everything they built inside of LA and and Orlando now? Yeah. And you know, and what they're expanding in, in Shanghai
1: and, and all of these other Tokyo and Paris. I mean, it's, it's not like they're, they're, they're making a lot of money. You know, they bled parks are they, they, well, well, but here's the thing though, is like, look at all of the money that they've spent on projects that didn't work out. Like how much, how much of this do you think leans into Bob Chapek's time of running the company?
0: Oh, well, again, I say it when the, the reason the parks were so, and I'm using air quotes for the audio listeners, profitable was because how many people like me canceled their vacations and then had to go take them, you know, over the course of the next two years. Mm -hmm. So you had four or five months and then that's why the parks looked full and everything. Granted, the parks are still full on weekends and whatnot, but during the week, there's like tumbleweeds blowing through it's the parks. Chill. Yeah, you went a few weeks ago, and you said
1: there was like nobody there on a Wednesday. Um, yeah, it was fairly empty. I wouldn't say it's fairly empty. It felt it felt like normal, like it felt like pre-pandemic normal Disney, which was nice. So I think I think they're hitting a point with the parks
0: too, where they know that the reservations are not what they were last year or the year before that. Because of people playing catch up and Bob Chapek was touting that as, you know, like, look at all this revenue, look at how much money well, we're he making. He also microtransactioned the parks into like, into a video game. Right. Which Bob Iger now is turning around and saying, you know, he literally said a few weeks ago that the parks cost too much money. Um, so they're in a very precarious spot because entertainment was, they used to have entertainment in the parks to fund all of their crazy ideas. Mm -hmm. entertainment is failing because disney plus is not making money the parks are now gonna start to see i don't want to say a decline in profit they're still very profitable but the revenue is probably not what it was last year um and then pixar is not doing well marvel feels like we've beaten the horse to death star wars i think is in a decent place but at the same time at some point you know we need to get a new movie. We need to get things like that. So to hear him say pulling back the reins worries me a little bit um, when we've been in in a groove. Now, I know there's people out there that are going to be like, Obi-Wan was shit, Andor. Well, no, it says, I haven't heard anybody say anything bad about Andor, but, you know, like, I didn't like season three Mandalorian. That's okay. It, my opinions on certain things don't matter, too. Um, and just like yours won't matter in these cases because the data is what I'm referring to, not your interest or like of the show. And the data shows that the shows were successful from a viewership standpoint. Now the viewership has to translate to subscribers for them to make money. If it's people like me and Tim who are perpetually subscribed, that doesn't matter to them in these instances, except Mm. for the fact that we're still customers. That's all. So, yep, that's my two cents on that. They're looking at the people who subscribe and cancel specifically to watch a single show. Yes. Which is why, by the way, the tactic of releasing episodes weekly is in place. hmm. So, you just otherwise have like a weekend binger because they can get two months of a subscription out of you instead of one.
1: Yep, some someone out there's like son of a bitch. I didn't. I I mean, like that's what I used to do for Game of Thrones and HBO. A lot of people. I would I would subscribe for like a year and then I'd let it sit and then I'd you know bring it back later on. But now I have HBO. Now I just like it's it's bundled in with all my other stuff, so it's so easy to just always have it. Yeah. And now they're giving you more reasons. They're putting more shows and stuff out.
0: Yeah, but the quality Quality of HBO shows has been like quality of a lot of entertainment shows in general like streaming services I feel like they've just gotten lazy with what they're doing and then we have amazing IPs where like The Witcher that get completely screwed up by the showrunners can we stop listening to the damn showrunners read a whole read a whole thing yesterday about the D&D escapade with with um uh game of thrones and how the karma of it all was that they rushed season eight to make the star oh. wars movie and then disney was like sorry that was garbage we're not we're gonna we're gonna cancel the deal yeah womp womp. <laughs> so we're gonna take a quick break we'll be right back in a minute and we'll talk about a few more things everybody in your crew identifies as either big mac burger mcnuggets or Mc sandwich. Has not heard any updates on the Disney Plus series since the announcement in 2020. Wait, he said that? speaking to this is from Star Wars Newsnet.com, speaking to the direct to promote his latest film disney's haunted mansion head writer of the lando series justin simeon said he has quote no idea what's going on with it end quote and that he hasn't heard anything since kathleen kennedy made the announcement in late 2020. oh my god since that initial reveal however nothing has been shown of the series with only a few back and forth comments promising that it's still in development and that those involved are still interested Back in May of this year, Lucasfilm president Kathleen Kennedy commented that both Lando and Rogue Squadron are still on the books, end quote. And previously in April, Lando Calrissian actor Donald Glover said, I would love to play Lando again, end quote. And that even happened one year after Glover himself strongly hinted he would be donning the capes again soon after Atlanta was done, uh, which it's been done since September. And later in May 2022, Kennedy said they were waiting on Glover's availability, Lando writer Justin Simeon's latest comments seem to echo the same sentiment when he, while he feels positive about his work on the series, Simeon doesn't know what the future holds for the series. I certainly poured my heart and spent a lot of time working with them to put together a really great show. It, like everybody loves it. And, you know, I was told we had to put it on pause because of scheduling and the next update I got back in 2020, some years ago. So I don't know. I have no idea what's going
1: on with it. Kevin, it says during that announcement when they when they made it back in 2020, there was a behind the scenes concept reel that was shown exclusively to investors, which would have indicated that the team had already spent a few months working on the series. Whoa. So nothing on Lando. But I will say the new Haunted Mansion movie looks really, really good. It's got freaking Diddy DeVito in it. Yeah. What do you mean? I, I love okay okay so the only reason why I say this really is because I'm I love the Haunted Mansion. It is one of my I favorite rides. And like I like it's still kind of weird that we keep on trying to like capture rides into movies like bad. Jungle like Jungle Cruise. Like how many times we've already done the Haunted we've done the Haunted Mansion before it was with Eddie Murphy and that was shit. It was really bad. Um there was like nods to the Haunted Mansion ride but it wasn't anything worth the damn. So it's like what are they going to do for round two. And then like they all, they already did like a Halloween Muppets haunted mansion thing uh, last year for Halloween. Like that was kind of cute, but like, whatever. Uh, I just like, it looks good just because like, like the actors and actresses that are in the movie uh, are some of like my favorite comedians, like, you know, like comedy actors. Mm -hmm. So I'm, I'm very intrigued to see how this one goes, but it looks like there's a lot of like haunted mansion stuff. They even captured like the two people who dueled in the banquet hall during the birthday yeah i love the haunted mansion it's one of my favorite rides kevin that and pirates of the caribbean i have to go on those two rides every time i go to disney and it breaks my heart when i can't i agree it's just uh you know mm, mm. i'm still gonna see i'm just gonna i'm gonna watch it let you know how it is i'm not gonna go see it movie theaters though isn't that bad i just i hate that i say that because i miss the movie theater experience but you pay for Disney plus so yeah, yeah you have i mean that right. yeah and i'd rather yeah, just sit no. in my pajamas and not pay and not pay like $20 for for an alcohol one alcohol on please one alcohol please i get it poured on me
0: <laughs> <laughs> um
1: yeah i just i'm not a ride per- like jungle cruise was good you know it made the Jungle Cruise that much prop that much more popular. Now, I know, which is annoying, which is stupid it... because that ride sucks. Yeah, it's, it's and that's the like whole a... point of it. Like, I think they just continue to lean into the fact that the ride's old as shit and it sucks. The restaurant it's... that's across from it, the one that we ate at, I can't remember the name of it, uh, where the 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 secret club is attached to. Um, the, the grab
0: and go restaurant?
1: No, 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 no. It's the sit down. The sit down. The uh... What's sit down over it's there? It's next to the orange. It's next to the uh, not the Dole Whip, the orange. It's the, the Dole Whip, but they do it with oranges instead. Um, you'd know it. Is that it. the new restaurant? It's It was refurbished. I forget, I forget the name of it. Can't think of the name. Anyways, what's cool is that the the waiters in there, they act just like the captains on the, on the boat. So they just give you shit uh... the entire time they're serving you. It's like going into those restaurants where you pay them to just like verbally abuse you. Yes. It's, it's like that, but they, they draw the line at where Disney says it's okay. Got it. Yeah. Got it. They're, like, they're like, we can't hit you with anything or throw your shit on the floor, but we'll, we'll give you a hard time. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know why anyone would pay for that, but well, I shouldn't say that. No, there's plenty no, of no, people out there
0: that would pay for people that. Who liked, <laughs> like that. I would not, I'm not a fan of, I'm. No, you're, yeah. you're not a masochist. No. no, I, I would like to enjoy my meal, not be accosted the entire time. <laughs> Um, but yeah, it, I mean, to me, honestly, that sounds like a show that's dead in the water.
1: Don't say that.
0: Not no update on the
1: lead writer from since 2020. We're waiting Don- for
0: his schedule to clear and he's been done with it for over, almost a year now.
1: I just want to see Donald Glover back on screen.
0: Han, and all buddy, you would need both of them. You would need, uh, I never remember that guy's name that played Han. Christian all Alden, Alden, Alden Iron 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 Yeah,
1: Michael. but what's funny is Alden that he was born in Ironside. California. I know. <laughs> like he's a, he's very American, but like he's got a very European uh, name. Alden Iron Iron rick, iron, rick. <laughs> Is the kid his mom? His mom is like a, a dentist, and his dad's like a real estate agent or something. We we went and looked at his bio last time because I was like, "What? The, where is this kid from?" In California Forget Santa Monica I'm like oh okay you know, they
0: name their kids weird out there Blame, <laughs> like colors and inanimate objects so what does this mean for like skeleton crew and for Acolyte? skeletons crew mm-hmm. done filming acolytes done filming um yeah. it's more the promotion and like you said any post-production needs they would need from the actors that currently can't be fulfilled um but Lando is stuck in as I would we'd okay, say man. in the gaming industry development hell um, well, we said the
1: same thing about Eclipse, and come to find out, they're still working on Eclipse. So who knows?
0: Yeah, and then Rogue Squadron, they were like it's canceled, and then they're like, no, it's not. It's still in the works. And we're like, what does that mean? And everyone's like, no one's worked on it. It's just floating in the ether. So. It's so um, weird. Yeah, but you can't help but link Bob Iger's comments back to situations like this, where it's like we're waiting to make more. You know, so it's like, mm, what's happening right now?
1: Hollywood's it, a mess
0: i mean hollywood day. needs a good reset and oh sure and you know a lot of these people they're not they're not i was watching sam Witwer last night he was playing bard's tale on twitch uh-huh. and uh he was saying you know like the biggest thing that needs to come out of this strike is people need to understand that not everyone involved in these projects is a millionaire right and that the average writer makes sixty-eight thousand dollars a year in california So I mean, no one can live on $68,000 a year appropriately in California. So, um, it's, 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 it's a natural reset that needs to happen in my opinion. Mm -hmm. And we just need to, uh, you know, pay people what they're worth and what their value is. That's all. That's it. Yeah. that's all I got. And everything else besides, uh, on that we could talk about, I finally finished cataclysm.
1: So I am currently at the point when um what's his the 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 hilarious uh, Scottish Jedi. Um Orin. Orin, he gets he dies. Oh, you got a long way to go. Crap. I that was the problem with spoilers. that book. That hey, book was
0: too long. Spoilers. <laughs> Sorry. That book was too long. That
1: was my opinion. I was yeah. so no, checked it's just, out it's just, by the end. Yeah it, the, I, the, the stuff with Yaddle and, and her little apprentice bores the crap out of me. I don't so
0: care. My, and I want to bring this up when we talk at GCX with, with Alex, Molly and chase, but I am, I didn't want to believe this, but I wholeheartedly believe that taking the phase two of the high Republic was a mistake.
1: Yeah, 100%. It never made sense, Kevin. When we first heard that they were going to go 200 years farther back in time, it made no sense. We literally just met all of these characters. We went through this massive event, a planet killer. We, we 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 meet a brand new enemy, this new bad guy that we've never heard of before. Why couldn't we just continue to develop on the stuff that was already really, really cool? We got the Nihil. We have the Drengir. We have the Sith. We have all of this stuff that they've, wrapped up in this beautiful package. And then they're like, okay, cool. You guys get to a really sick place when we're going to introduce this really badass thing, but we're going to take four books co- and comic books to explain. Literally the only thing that is worth a damn in all of this is th- this, this creature that can suppress and kill Jedi
0: who I'm bored the leveler with. who I'm bored with by the end of cataclysm. I'm so over
1: the leveler. Like, but, but when we find out about the leveler with Marky it was cool. At yes. Least I thought it was very cool. It's one of those things that
0: should have stayed mysterious. Now that yeah. I know the origins, I'm kind of bored with it. I,
1: I'm, I'm just, I, the, the, this, this entire thing with the mother, I, I don't care. I'm not I connecting. Have, I just, I've lost like cataclysm. I like, honestly, I enjoy, um, uh, who's the, the son to the chancellor, uh, uh, yes, I know you're talking about. I I'm completely brain farting. Um I I lo- I honestly I love him. He's really fun. I love how he just keeps on going back and forth and just causing trouble. Um uh, but this shows you how like I don't care enough about these characters to even remember their names. And that's fr- like I I remember them when I when I hear their names, I'm like, okay, this is that person and they're doing this. But like I just there's nothing impactful to me when it comes to phase 2. Phase two is was a waste of time. Axel Graylark, thank you. Um, I just I don't see the point. I I've yet to figure out what does this do for me with the High Republic. It it it's not like we learned anything new other than no. Yoda is considered considered middle age when he's uh, what four hundred years old. We got I just, some con-
0: context on Irm and Arno's past, but it doesn't. But I don't seem, care. It, it does not relevant enough to the to the greater story. I mean, it might become relevant enough, but right now, I'm like. The,
1: the, the, the the entire civil war between these two planets and, and then, and and this moon, like, I, I don't like what that you should have made it more impactful for me in the book where they were getting married. Like that was really, honestly, I was, I was hooked in on that book, that book. I was like, this is the best one. This by far was really cool because you, you, there was, it, it opens up. With so much despair and and conflict, and you're like, "Oh, this is really interesting. This feels like a Star Wars story. You have these two planets that are very, very close to each other and one's a desert planet and one's a, a, a water planet, and they need each other's like resources to survive, but they fucking hate each other that's cool that's neat to me. You bring in the Jedi, but the, it's not focused on the jedi they're sprinkled in they're ambassadors they're just kind of there. but the entire thing was about Arno and and um uh, Iram, Iram. So it's just I, that was neat. I enjoyed that book. The wedding at the end that was awesome. I could continue talking about that forever because it was just like the way that they did it in the audiobook, It was amazing the way they got up to the crescendo with the music and there's lightsabers flying around. They're like, "I do," and I love you, and then pew 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 pew. Like that was really cool. I could see that being a movie or a TV show. Yeah, I really thought because
0: the cataclysms leading up to a battle. Um, again like we just had we just had Jeddah. you're which, gonna get another I mean, battle at the end of this book I won't say more than that but I really thought that would be the hook and it's not for me I was actually bored with the battle after a while because it was so freaking long bummer and it felt long for no reason Um, so I'm I phase two of the high republic is starting to flop for me I'm reading Path of Vengeance now, which is the next, don't read it, Tim. It's just a continuation of the other, like, um, not adult, the teen oh novel God. or whatever it's called. And it goes back again. Like, we're back to before the Battle of Jeddah again. And I'm just like, I feel like we're stuck in a time loop and I can't get out. And I just want to go back to the other story with the characters that I connected with like Avar and all of them. That's who I want to hear more about. And I'm stuck with these people and cool. I get it was a cult and I get that they're going to show the transition to the night Hill. They start that at the end of this book, but it's not interesting. That's my problem. Where's the drain gear. Like that's like, that was the so drain cool. Gear don't
1: start till phase one. That's the problem. They unlock them in phase one. We're not going to see them. I know, but why would you leave that on the table? I don't exactly. understand. Like we get this whole thing. Like we finally get the explanation of of the the dark like why there was such a dark presence under like we knew that like the jedi had built their temple on top of a dark sith like pool of power but then also we know that these sith statues were then brought to the temple as well Mm -hmm. to be purified but they were they weren't able to be purified because they were so dark like like that in of itself was so awesome to hear um, we got to learn so much more of the history and that started to make sense. But then, and then you're like, we're going to introduce Donna, the Jedi. So what the hell's going to happen with that one? If like, if I swear, like if, if it follows the same cadence that we got in phase two, that's going to be a failure. Yeah. I'm, I'm, you have to hook people in, you have to give people a reason to care. And there is nothing in phase two lore wise that makes a damn of a difference. It doesn't there's no there's like this does not change my look towards Star Wars history at all, because you haven't introduced anything to me that matters to the characters that have already come to love. Yeah, I mean, again, I think leaving the levelers mystery
0: was a much more exciting thing than actually telling me it came from a blob.
1: Um, Yeah, and they got to stop leaning on Yoda and Yaddle too. like those are the only two characters that people know that can like, they can, they can connect star Wars to something. And it's just like Yoda gets, gets kind of like brought in and then taken out very, very quickly. And and this whole thing with Yaddle, I could care less.
0: Now this weekend, I plan on catching up on the comics. So I'll report back next week after I read a bunch of the comics to see where we are with high Republic of the comics. Cause I'm about probably two or three stories behind on that. So my goal this weekend is to catch up on the comics and see if maybe that is, you know, doing well. I saw Alex comment on something from the comics. that's still from the phase one timeline. So I wanted to get that story. I'm sure someone will respond with something related to that. But right now, phase two novels are just uh, uh, the last book, ain't it? And I know Mm -hmm. like we talked to Chaco and Chaco was like, oh no, it's so good. And I was like,
1: Yes, but no. I, I, uh. There's parts of it that I like. There's parts of this book that are fun. Yeah. But there's a lot of parts where I just check out. Yeah. Yeah, that's how I feel. So, um,
0: and I, I think you're going to experience more of those. So I'm interested to see what happens when you, as you finish it. Um, and then I will uh, do Path of Vengeance. And then there's a new book that came out yesterday. Mm-hmm. Uh What's oh, the um, the Inquisitor book. Inquisitor, Rise of the Red Blade. So yeah, I, I saw that. I put my uh, Audible credit that I have for it in, in there, and then um, I, uh, I'm going to listen to that one next. It's funny because I'm always like, all right, I'm going to take a break from Star Wars and listen to another book, but I never have time. <laughs> Good luck, buddy boy. <laughs> you just can't. They just uh, pump out the content. So I'll, I'll listen to Rise of the Red Blade, and, and we'll have a conversation about that in the future as well. Um, and, and with books, by the way, we don't really focus on those for the show from a perspective of we need to review it immediately. No, We kind of read those at our pace just because our, our lives. So while well, you guys – sometimes you, you'll read a book and then you'll come back. I want to hear your feedback on that. I know people ask for like a month and a half ago for Tim and I to give feedback on Cataclysm. Unfortunately, a 17-hour book is not something Tim and I can just <laughs> –
1: sit down and read I will say you know it's frustrating though is during quarantine it was so much easier to get books done so much easier to get books done dude oh my god and
0: now that i because i I, we used to joke that tim hated that i would work out and listen to books i don't do that anymore because now i have a tv in my workout room. (laughs) so now i'm watching you know tv while i'm in here and doing stuff so it's 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 even harder now. Plus, I'm not taking my kids to school early in the morning because school doesn't start for another few weeks. Uh, oh, yeah, and that the was, season
1: with Hunter, yeah.
0: That was a half an hour every morning, so that's you know two and a half hours a week that I'm not getting. Yeah. Um. So, uh, yeah, I'm a little, little behind, but I'm, I'm catching up. Anywho, today's Warhammer oh, Wednesday, God. so we have to send Tim off to YouTube to play uh, Warhammer with Doctor Lupo today. <laughs> I don't like how you say that. <laughs> and you, uh, you, you bought a, a printer to make warhammer. Oh my god! Okay, figurines. so Kevin,
1: but Kevin, we can also make legion figurines if you really want to.
0: I was gonna ask about that, and um, I, that's what I'm investing in for my birthday present to myself. Is after GCX, I'm buying Legion, and Tim and I are gonna sit down, and I'm gonna learn that damn game. And maybe, maybe on YouTube.com/slash darkness429 you'll see some Legion on there. Who knows? Who knows?
1: I, honestly, I was talking about this the other day. I, it was either talking to Amy about it or talking to Stream. But um, at some point, I might just have to make a tabletop channel <laughs> where it's just tabletop content because. The stuff that like, okay, so I've got this wash and cure machine. So it's, so once you're done with, so if you don't know with Kevin resin, very toxic. Yes. So you have to, so you pull it off the plate, you got to be gloved up, you put it in your wash and you, you wash all the excess resin off and then you then cure it in this, like on this little plate and it spins around, it's got UV lights and it hardens it up. And then, uh, but what's cool is being able to print your own models that so you can do them at whatever scale you want, because like, right. you, like, like, Warhammer and then like Legion, they all have like their, they have to be like X amount high because they need to be able to interact with the terrain the correct way. Uh, But these models you can find online that people have either. um, Well, you know uh, you can, you can make them as big or as little as you want. So I'm super excited. I'll put you some stuff for your birthday. I was gonna say, I might have you print some stuff
0: so I can paint it because that's my therapeutic thing. So I like painting that stuff. So,
1: oh my God, can we do model painting together? I'm so yeah, excited you,
0: for it. All that. you do is it, we can sit, it, like we said, the table over there in the, the room, and then you have a camera on it and it's just your hand with it. Yeah. As you paint and you just talk into the microphone, and people love that stuff. So that's what I wanna do. We could just sit there and chit chat while we paint. Oh my God. It's like preschool all over again. <laughs> well, you have the blue. Sh- well uh sorry make sure you head over to tim's youtube channel you can watch him on tiktok as well Uh yeah we
1: uh, i haven't done i haven't done warhammer wednesday on tiktok yet but just because like the the table is so big yeah and getting it in a 9 by 16 shot is just not all that great
0: so but so t- so Monday Tuesday Thursday Friday is TikTok for Tim. So make sure yeah. you head over there. Um, and uh, everything I do is at uh, RareDrop or uh, RareDrop.co. Uh, but I'm Kevin Xvision on Twitter, KMagic101 KM on Instagram, KMagic101 KM everywhere else. Um, and uh, we're our, we are Star Wars and Scotch. So we're Star Wars and Scotch We're Star Wars Scotch everywhere. Please rate, review, subscribe. It helps us out immensely when you do that. Um, And gives us the ability to do more with the show. We will be back next week for a final episode before GCX. So let me give you the lay of the land for the next few weeks before we run out of here. So we have, where's my calendar? Oh, windows 11. Why'd you change the calendar? Uh, We have next week's episode. We are not recording an episode right before GCX. It is too much. It's not going to happen. I will be, in murder mode by then mm-hmm. and tim is that's the day i believe tim is, tra- is traveling to orlando so i want to make sure that we give it's time it. yes so there is no recorded episode that week we are live from gcx on saturday i believe paul you said 145 115 on saturday and that will be on the GCX channel. That stage is going to be on the GCX channel on Twitch and on TikTok. So twitch.tv slash GCX event. You'll be able to watch us at one You should be tuning into that anyway. Cause next Monday, the marathon starts Tim is on Tuesday morning at 8 AM. So make sure. So next week episode, the week after that is live from GCX the week after that is the recorded episode from GCX will go up. So there will not be a new episode, but if you miss that episode, that episode's going to go up the following week, Tim and I are in Memphis. We are going to try and do a re- recording in one of our hotel rooms with the zoom recorder, Tim, hmm. we will try and record. We're going to do our best. We're there for meetings with St. Jude. So we're not going to promise, but we're going to do our best to record after that week. We are back on track, leading into Ahsoka. We won't be missing any more weeks going into that. Cause we, we, Ahsoka starts two weeks after that. So that is the schedule for the next few weeks. Don't complain when there's not an episode of the week. I just told you everything. <laughs> you got it. Okay. There'll be live at GCX. So if you're in Orlando or you can come to Orlando, uh, come on down August 5th, 115, or on the panza stage at GCX in the Rose and shingle Creek gcxeventcom slash tickets, or you can watch online at twitch.tv slash GCX event or tick tock. All of you have a wonderful, 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 wonderful. week. Oh, the Kevin's the sweetest sheriff there. Yeah, the
1: wonderful You're week. Well,
0: in the, in the and uh, Tim, why don't you take him out? Sure to me the force to be with you.